following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Monday! Look at live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. We got a little activity going on out there. It's 70 degrees. It feels like 70 degrees. The high today is 75. The low tonight is 59. And it's going to come a storm tonight if you're in North Texas. Watch out. Hail, high winds, possible tornadoes. Mm. And we got a storm brewing in this studio, and I'm glad that Jesse Holly is not here <laughs> because Kurt Daniels is rocking a Kansas ball cap today right. in his all blue. Represent. And speaking of Jesse Holly, he is joining us live from New Orleans, Louisiana, after maybe one of the best games in college basketball history where his Tar Heels. Squeaked out the win over the Duke Blue Devils, and they're playing for the national championship tonight against Kansas. Jesse Holly, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm well, Nate. How are you? Hey, how uh, you doing? Shannon, how are you? And, and Kurt, go to hell. Today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was it, man? Was, was it awesome? It was electric. Um, like, it, as someone who's played in the rivalry, um, in the regular season in the ACC, for this to be the first time it's ever been in the NCAA tournament, it, it, I, I'm so thankful and glad that we won, and I've done my fair share of gloating and talking trash to people. But I love the way that the game went, right? It wasn't a blowout on either side. Like, like people got their, their money worth. Like, whether it was home or in the stadium, it was one of those games that's an instant classic that will play forever in a day when it comes down to this rivalry and – Boy, what a great way to send that arrogant bleep, 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 Coach K packing. Uh. <laughs> tell, you, tell you a quick story. So William was at the game. Brother Will that yeah, run, runs, Will. The li- runs the live streams. I'm, I'm sorry, bro, Will. Don't, yeah. don't feel sorry. Don't, he said it was still it was it was well worth it. So he went and he his ticket was way up at the top of the Superdome. So he he had access to this club where it was, I guess, the champagne room or something. That's the only, I guess, booze they had in the whole place because it was college-sanctioned or whatever. So he goes down to this club, and he he meets this nice lady and her friends, and, and they were Villanova <laughs> fans. And he starts talking to them, and she's like, well, we're leaving. And she was like, you want our tickets? Like, there's six of us. We're all leaving. Our team lost. We don't want to stick around for the second game. You can have the seats if you want them. So there's six seats. So William's like, where are they? They were about 12 rows up in the corner of the court. and In the family section. In the family section. <laughs> apparently her grand, her grandfather was like one of the badass coaches from Villanova. Mas- Masamino yeah. or something like that. So he, gets, he finds five random Duke fans that – they're random. Yeah, he just recruits them. <laughs> he gets them. They go down and he watches the game. He said Jesse Holly was on the jumbotron 
almost every every break they had, he was uh, like kissing babies and shaking hands and dancing. And he was like he was the mayor of the Superdome. So he said Jesse was all over the place. So what I felt bad for, I get this text and it's a picture of like someone took a picture of me from across the stadium, it was like in the circle day, right? So I'm just like, oh, now there's seventy five thousand people there, like it's packed. Like I don't know how much I don't know how much Superdome holds, but it's packed. And so I get this number and I'm just like, you know, like hey, yeah, go heels and like just talking. I was like, well, I don't want to be rude, but I don't know who this is. And he's like. It's me, bro. Will I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have your number stored on my phone, bro. <laughs> uh, he, William said he had better seats than you. Oh, he probably did. He probably did. He probably did. Wow. Oh man, no, I, I I had really good. Like, my, okay, so here's my seat to my left, George Lynch. So George Lynch and I are talking all night long. Directly in front of me, it's Jerry Stackhouse. Four mm. seats to my right. Tyler Hansborough, it's Antoine Jameson. Uh, and then, you know, this is all, you know, this is all the Carolina family. You got, you know, all the players. It's, we're like all in the section, Shamon Williams. You got Donald Williams. You got, you know, uh, you got, you know, Puff Johnson. I mean, not, uh, Puff, not Puff Johnson. What is his brother's name? I don't know. But you got all the guys, two rows ahead of me to my right. Coach Williams is sitting up there. Uh, Chase Rice, who's one of the greatest country music singers going right now. Uh, who was a former linebacker at Carolina? My teammate, he's sitting in the next row across from me. So, it was it was a star-studded event, man, and, and we had a good time. Man, that's awesome. So, a who's who cast of yeah. folks were at the what's, game? What's huh? the city like? Bourbon Street and all that. You, you get now? It is. It's insane, Kurt. Like when I tell you, it's insane. And I realize that I'm. Like, I know you guys are older than me, but I'm old. And I'm like, these kids can go. <laughs> I mean, these kids, they drink all day, every day. I'm like, oh, it's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, like dragging myself to walk up and down the street. And they're like, let's go. And they're like, they're like double fisted. I mean, they're hanging off the balcony. It's like, I'm like, I, I know when I was 18, I didn't even drink when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. But I'm just like. What do these kids get the energy? And they've they've been doing it night in and night out. It's been it's been great. The atmosphere has been fantastic. It felt like college town again. You know, like those times when you were in college and everyone's hanging out and drinking and at the bars and all that kind of stuff and bar hopping. It felt like that. But my knees and my back and my ankles are killing me from doing all this walking. And so I'm like, these young folks can have it. They got it. Did you uh, did you get your hand grenade? I did. I, I did. Ah, I did. good for you, Jesse. Good for you. I did. I, I, I had a celebratory, uh, I would say a half of one. I had a celebratory half of one with a bunch of groups that I said that I would do it with. So I did. I did a, I did a half a celebratory uh, hand grenade. I don't even know if it's like, it tastes fruity. So I don't even know if it was like, that's what it's supposed to taste like, or I don't know. But yeah. Oh, good. Good for you. What, what's, the, uh, what's the plan tonight? What you doing tonight? You going down early? What, what's, what are you doing? I don't know. You know, I have a – as we all work, we all either played or work in the media, right? Do you guys have a love-hate relationship with these night games? Like, as a player, I used to, I used to love them because I'm like, it's a night game, it's a primetime game, everybody's watching. But I hate it because you got to wait all day. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, dang, like, what am I going to do for the next game? It's not until, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock. I'm like, what am I going to do for the next 
whatever. Uh, uh, casino already already did what it did to me, and, and it wasn't kind. <laughs> so I'm not going. I'm not going back to the casino. I can't. My, I can't hang out with these young kids in this day drinking. So I'm. I'm. I'm I just had breakfast not too long ago. I'm just going to sit around and be an old man and watch the clock. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. How long? How long you on with us? You on the whole show segment or? You bailing? What are no, you doing? No, nah, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a segment. We're gonna do a segment. Okay, maybe or two. Well, what do you uh, since you, you get a segment or two? What uh, Nate? What were your thoughts on the game? Did you watch? Sorry, sad to say, I didn't. Oh, man. <laughs> you know that's why I'm sitting here no. listening, man, because I, I like the, I like I like when what, other what people. What were you doing, Nate? What were you doing? I, like what, I told Kurt, doing? man, I'm I'm in the house just doing? moving around. Me and the wife, you just moving around. I'm going in and out. I'm just moving around, and then all of a sudden, I sat down at seven o'clock, nine o'clock, and my phone finally just dings. Uh, <laughs> and they told me the winners, and I said to myself, "I was like, isn't this tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said to myself, "Well, at least the two people I know teams won, so I was ha- I'm happy for y'all. That's why I'm sitting here just listening, man. Good for you, Kurt. Good for you, Jesse. Now." You know, I just want to, you know, Kurt just sitting here like, y'all can ignore me, but I'm going to go upset Jesse. That's what the look he got on his face, <laughs> you know. So. You going to watch tonight? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try to watch tonight. Man, that, that's a shame. I miss – and it, it's bad that I'm not into college basketball. A guy that used to be nuts five years ago about college basketball, now I miss – Don't even know what uh, night it's on. Yes, sir. That's that's sad. <laughs> so before we move that's on sad. from basketball, Kurt, what is your prediction tonight? Should we even ask? Oh, Kansas is going to win. I, I'll give it uh, no win by like six. Six? What do you think, Jess? I, I will say this: I, I'm going to give Kurt some credit. Kansas is playing some damn good basketball, yeah. and my only fear, my only, 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 only fear, is that we didn't shoot our load Saturday night. And mm-hmm. I mean in the basketball game. I don't mean the other way. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just pray that we didn't. You know, get build up, build up, build up for this Duke Carolina rivalry yeah. and it's all that kind of stuff, and then we forget that oh, by the way, we still have a national championship game to play because Kansas is coming to play and they got some darn good players. So, uh, of course, I got Carolina winning by uh, five. Oh, all right. <laughs> did you hear about uh, Kurt? Did you hear about uh, you don't like country music, but Eric Church, oh, one of the one that, of the biggest yeah. guys in uh, country music right now. Actually, canceled his concert so he could go to the game. He's getting all kinds of flack that for that. What San Antonio or something? Yeah, San Antonio is a big. He's a big UNC fan, and he wow. just said not, nope. only did, not only did he not only did he cancel it, but he canceled two sold out shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, man, but, oh man! But it's worth it. I mean, it's worth it. I mean, I, he's going to see his team win a national championship. So yep, they'll be okay. Mm. They'll come back. Yep. They'll, they'll. Cancel, cancel culture is not real, so they can't they can't cancel him. That's not even a real thing. Like people, he's not going to go back culture. to San Antonio anytime soon, but he'll come back. Yeah, he, <laughs> he'll come. He'll come back, and they'll show up. And they'll show up. They'll show. You know what it's like? It's like when people say, "Oh, the Cowboys, what a horrible job they're doing." I just honest, I hate this team. And da, 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 da. and then they'll go, "I'll see you guys next season." And, <laughs> and, and, and the Cowboys will lead the league again in attendance. After all the people said how much they hated what happened in the offseason, how they weren't showing up anymore, how they weren't giving Jerry any more of their money, then they'll show up and, and, and there'll be 90000 every single week. So it's the same thing. Eric Church will be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. All right, speaking of football, Jesse, since you're only on with us for a limited time, what would you like to talk about today about this Cowboys football team? Or it doesn't even have to be Cowboys. It be anything you want. 
Um, I want to talk about Micah Parsons, who okay. is also a Duke fan. Mm-hmm. And that just tells me the mentality of this kid I thought was a winning mentality that he <laughs> had. God. That's, that's, clearly, that's clearly now flawed. And so now I question the one thing that I was kind of almost sure about, about Michael Parsons and his ability to have a winning mindset, it's, it's flawed now. And now I don't even trust him anymore. So, I mean, the one thing that mm-hmm. we did have that we can trust on this team, we can all, I can no longer trust anymore because he showed me his true colors and what his mindset was at. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. Oh, man. Well, Kurt, what do you want to oh, talk Mike. about? What do I want to talk yeah. about? <sighs> you want to talk about, uh, well, Jesse's buddy, Michael Irvin, had some strong words. Was it last week? Thursday or Friday? This over the weekend. Was it over the weekend? Yeah, he said that uh, he, was, you know, they, he, he was inducted into the, what was it, the... the are you in a bus so, station, Tex- Jesse? Texas Black. I'm in the I'm Dallas. in the lobby of the of the of the of the host of the apartment. I don't get photos of there. Okay, go ahead, Kurt. Sorry. Well, Michael was inducted to. It was the Texas or Dallas Black Hall of Fame. I can't remember. For- Texas Texas Black Sports Sports Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah. Anyway, they asked him about the Cowboys, and he said they are not a better team talent-wise. This game doesn't require skill. It requires will. If a team loses skill but gains greater will, they can still do great things. And I found that interesting in that, one, is it true? Can a team with more will than skill actually win it? And two, are the Cowboys getting more will even though they've lost some skill? Honestly, that that only works in, like, TV football. (laughs) Um, No, because – but no, seriously, like there, there is Good one. only there's only a certain amount of time where your will will overtake talent. If you don't have a talented team in a league of nothing but talent, you can only will yourself so far, right? Because talent and that's going to rise to the top. The, the superior teams will rise to the top. The better players will rise to the top, and you can will your way through a game or two, maybe even three. But when it comes down to it, you know, you look at St. Peter's, right? I don't, I don't want to bring back the college basketball, but you have a Cinderella story every single year. And it's these teams who aren't, uh, you know, they aren't superior in what they do, but they, they, they find this way to will themselves to victory. They start hitting shots and, you know, they get a little bit, they make a little bit of a run. But then eventually you come and you face a team that just, it's like, you know, we're just, we're, 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 our recruits are better than yours. Our facilities are better than yours. We fly private planes. Like, we, you know, the, 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 the big sneaker companies pay us to wear their gear. Like, all this type of stuff, it, it begins to show, right? It's like our athletes are McDonald's All-Americans. Yours just go to McDonald's. Like, that type of stuff, it, it, and it's the same thing. You can will your way to a certain amount. But in the league of the best of the best, you got to have players, man. Like, you got to have guys at the end of the day that's going to be able to go and make plays and, uh, and coaches to be able to put them in the perfect position to make the plays. And I think when you look at what we did this offseason – you know, we, we, we lost uh, a lot of those guys who we who were playmakers and were trying to make some other guys playmakers, but we aren't quite sure if they're going to be that or can be that on a consistent basis. So the will and skill, you got to have a lot of skill if you want to will your way into a championship. What do you think, the, Nate? Bo- the bottom line is this right here, Jess, and you, you put it in a, in a very nice way. What happens when your will – and those who with skill become have that same amount of will. What happens to your skill? <laughs> San Francisco game? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What happens when you line up and say, we got the will, 
But guess what? When those guys with the better skill have that same amount of will, guess what happens? You lose. You, it's still going to come down to you finding the right guy, the Michael Parsons of the world, even though he's a, a dookie. Uh, you got to find a bunch of those guys. You got to find a bunch. If you don't have a bunch of those guys, you got to have four on defense and you got to have four on offense. Four, really? Yeah, you got to have four. You got to have them, you got to have four of these guys at least. I've always wondered <clears throat> what I get will, but I think the the thing I've always wondered about this and Jesse you and Nate tell me cuz Kurt's probably in the same boat as I am. He's never played professional sports. Yeah, but it don't matter but y'all <laughs> yeah, but no, no, but y'all got it in life. Right, but when you y'all get got to it in life. But when you get to this level and you're a pro athlete, I would think everyone's got the willpower to play at a high level, and when you get nah. to this level, you don't want to get beat. You don't. You don't nah. think so? No, There's no, guys nah. that don't. Really? No. Really? No. No. And as much as we love, as much as we love this guy, that's why Amari Cooper is not sitting here. Hmm. That as much as we love Amari Cooper. The will, uh, huh? yeah, yes, sir. They, they, wow. That's why he left Oakland. Am I wrong, Jesse? Am I on the wrong? No, no, no. That, that's no. You're, why you're, Amari's you're not here. I'm serious, man. Is will the same thing as drive? Uh, you got to have will to have the drive. It ain't gonna have the drive to have the will. Now will is greater. Okay. So would you rather have Amari's talent and sacrifice what will he gave, or are you glad he's gone now? Because you he didn't just have that will? see guys like that. If you hit the right time, you're gonna make a lot of money. But then all of a sudden, money catches up because people are gonna question your will. Mm. The, the thing with guys like Amari, you you hope to have enough will guys around him. him. Yes, mm. right. You you want the skill because ultimately that's the that's the biggest thing is to have the skill. Yes, sir. But if you can if you can if you can put enough will guys around him, you can kind of almost mask it. Like you know what I mean? Like like there there there's some things that you can kind of try to you know work with that. But that skill, man, at the end of the day, is the is the is the most important to have that skill set is the most important thing uh and then because you're going to have teams that don't have that don't have players on teams that don't have the will but you that and that's another thing talk about roster building roster building is is personality it's skill set it's uh uh position and there's, there's a lot that goes on to building a, a right roster uh mentality uh from your coaches and all that kind of good stuff man and so you know, every roster is going to have its mixture of guys, but if you have the right amount of skill and the right amount of will, but skill, most importantly, you got to have that. Like that, that puts you in contention, and then you work through all the rest of it. You know, as you build your roster, guys that just, for whatever reason you call it, selfishness, whatever reason you, Ken Norton, uh, Charles Haley, Tony Tolbert. Uh, James Washington, you call it whatever you want because everybody, ah, James Washington is selfish. But James Washington wanted to start. He wanted to make all the plays. I mean, he wasn't the most uh, skilled guy, but we, but he had that will. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then you have Darren Woodson, smart, got all the tools, reset the market and how you play this game. He had, we had always had four on offense, four on defense. So who would you and they weren't always stars. But they had that ability and they had that will and that drive to do it. 
And then guys like myself, you you build and you learn and you get and you get going, and now you don't want to lose it. You you would do anything in the world, lose weight to, to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> who on the Cowboys now? Do you think would who would be that four on defense, offense now? Jesse? I, I would say J. Ron Curse is a guy who has a bunch of will. Um, uh, uh, Parsons, J. Ron, D. Law. Parsons is a guy who is a, is a is a mixture of great will and great skill. skill. Yes. You know what I'm saying like 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 you know, of course to get to the National Football League, your skill level has to be far above the average American male, right? But like. Parsons is one of those guys who is just exceptional. It's like God's put a little bit more of that dude in his mixture when he was making Micah Parsons. So Micah is a a mixture of a guy who has the will and then has the ultimate skill set to to match it. And and these are the kind of guys, the Michael Lovers of the world, where you, when they speak, you listen. When they go, you follow because you're like, not only does this dude have the will, but he also has the skill that he can put it on, you know, on the on the field. So, but guys like I said, like J. Ron Curse is a guy who I wouldn't say is necessarily the most skillful yes, dude, yes. but he he brings a level of will. Like and, and will to me, it's a mixture of you know, are you willing to do all the things you have to do, the study, the preparation, the, the taking care of your body. Like that's the will part of it. That's the part of knowing. I think that. I was roommates, I should say this, he was roommates with me, but Des Bryant was a roommate of mine. And this was a guy who I've seen wake up in the morning at 8 o'clock in the morning and eat nothing but a handful of gummy bears and go out there and dominate practice, right? Like, that, that's, that, that, that ain't will. That's a whole lot of skill. You know, for me, I got to get up early. I got to stretch. I got a hot tub, cold tub. I got to do all the other stuff to get myself prepared and ready to go. I had to make sure I knew everything. He was just so talented that he can go out there and practice for two hours on a, on, a, on a stomach full of gummy worms. That DK Metcalf diet. <laughs> Big, you know what I'm saying? Big E. It's, 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 Troy Aikman. Michael Irvin. Emmitt Smith. Larry Allen. Mark Stepnoski. I mean, the, the list goes on and on of guys that had the skill and the will to do this type thing. And when and when you look and when you look when you can't build rosters like that now yes it costs too much money to build rosters like that but all of these guys I mentioned I think were drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Co- uh, coach Wooten uh, and I think it was another coach from Oklahoma State I can't think of his name. They, they 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 could look at a guy, watch a guy on film, go talk to a guy, and they they knew this is a dog. This this dude this dude gonna do whatever it take. Look at their background, look at their family history, whatever it take. And when some people make oh he a little out of control, they know how to control that and touch the right buttons and get that thing flowing in the right direction. That is what we're missing. Does does Dak have it? D- Dak has it. But Dak, how do I put this where? Dak needs a mentor. I think Dak needs a mentor. Hmm. I, I really do because you have not, to me, this need, you have not grown. And maybe because of the injury, yeah. he has not grown from that rookie Dak of being on point, on time, doing everything it takes to win. 
So now he's that Dak that just stand back there waiting for a wide receiver to come open. And that ain't Dak. That ain't why you brought him. Well, maybe that's what, what you thought he was going to be in the future. That's what you saw for him. But that ain't the same Dak, fellas. He need a mentor. He needs somebody that say, hey, man, this is what you're good at. This is what you do. Dak has been a football player. He's been a quarterback that's a football player. So, that, yeah, that's what I believe. All right, let's take our first break. Jesse, Jesse you going to hang out? Yeah, I'll hang out. All right, we'll be back with Jesse Holly calling in live from New Orleans. Bobby Wagner got signed last week. How do the Rams keep finding money to pay these guys and other teams can't? And then Jalen Ramsey had some, uh, some yeah. I guess, scathing comments about the Dallas Cowboys. No, maybe? no, it wasn't scathing at all. He was just, he was he just saying he was they just lied mid- to him. Yeah. He just they lied to me. <laughs> and we had a, uh, a celebrity. We had a celebrity here on campus on uh, – Friday afternoon. We'll tell you all that more, and I might even tell you about WrestleMania when we come back. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll talk about WrestleMania. On our next segment, Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. We're turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching Grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to Hanging with the Boys. On Saturday, April the 16th, see unbeaten WBC and IBF welterweight world champion Errol the True Spence Jr. and WBA welterweight world champion. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Your Dennis <laughs> Uga, Ugas square off in a welterweight championship unification showdown on at, on at AT&T Stadium. Little typo there. You do not want to miss this premier boxing champions event. For tickets, visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. And Kurt Daniels, won't you pull that? You going to that? 
Nah, probably not. Jesse would probably be there. Jesse's a big boxing guy. Nate, you're a boxing guy, aren't you? Not no, anymore. not anymore. I will, I will. I'll be there. I got my tickets already. Nice. We need to get Errol on the show. He's a big Cowboys fan. Yeah. He's here in the local area. Um, Kurt. Yeah. Amazing. Star Magazine Draft Edition came draft out guide. last week. Well, it's coming out. I think we're going to have it available today. Oh, uh, This nice. afternoon we'll have the digital available t- uh, today. We'll have uh, store locations. We should have a link up soon for t- the is print version right online. There? Yep, this is it. Give Nate a copy Thank of that. Thank you. Uh, our man Kyle Yeomans <laughs> did an amazing work. You <laughs> know me now. <laughs> <laughs> he did amazing work on scouting reports. We got uh, 110 scouting reports pretty in-depth, and then like 500 players listed in here. And Will McClay gave us an exclusive interview. Great story on how he got to the Cowboys. Really interesting. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. It's I want to read cool. that. So, um, go to DallasCowboys.com slash star, and we will have uh, the links, the info, where you can get it, all that kind of stuff. Uh, should be up either later today or definitely tomorrow, if, if not. Um, but, yeah. Did you interview Will for that? No, our, uh, Jeff Sullivan, who uh, actually works for Panini. Oh, Sully. Yeah, he a uh, freelance writer here, and, and uh, he got an opportunity to talk with him and uh, – yeah, it's a interesting background from Will. He kind of came from nowhere, the arena leagues, to now uh, being one of the best Italian evaluators in the league. So who are we drafting, Kurt, since you put the magazine together? Oh, that I can't tell you. But it sounds like just reading David Hellman and some of the others, it sounds like uh, we'll have our choice of either wide receiver or interior oh, lineman. Interior lineman. So be interesting. Do they take the – the flash of the of the receiver and try to help Dak, or do they beef up the front and what would you try do, to Nate? Dak, first round, I know, I know, two, know. Th- <laughs> two through six. Go, 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 go through the the best the best player available, like they did with Mike. Jesse, you with that? Uh, that first pick, uh, unless that center, and maybe I need to read up because I one thing I I haven't done, I'm leaving it all in Will McClay hands for the last four or five years. I've been going to Mobile. I've been reading. I've been Messing with Hellman, I've been messing with uh, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Broadus. You know what? I'm going to leave it in Will McClay hands. <laughs> <laughs> Man, after the first round, two through five. I'm knocking off another round. I don't want no six-round pick or no seven-round pick unless you're a, a young uh, – Oh, so you stepped yeah. it up, two through five now. I need it. Not two I, through I, six. I need, yeah, because I, I want all of the – we got like five – we got like 25th-round picks. Get them all as linemen. All right. What about you, Jess? Where would you go first round? Got to go – I got to go O-line. Got to go O-line first round. I think this team – if you don't if you don't shore up that offensive line, you're, you're setting yourself up, self up for major major failure. There you go, and we Jess. talked about yes. it. We talked about it. No, we talked about it earlier. You talked about you know with Dak and, and having the will versus skill. If if he's not protected, man, mentally and physically, he goes into a, a shell, and we don't we we don't need that. And if you don't protect him up front, that's where it all starts. Offensive defensive line control that line of scrimmage, and everything else follows. So, I'm going to get me I'm going to get me some old linemen. To shore this thing up, but it's in Cowboys fashion, a wide receiver will probably fall, and we'll grab a wide receiver, and you know, yep. yeah, they're saying, normally saying there'll be a couple available there. So we'll Kurt's see. got a great question for for Nate, for you and Jesse. Would you use a first round pick on a good tackle, but knowing he might have to sit for a year? Uh uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no sir. If, if this dude got to sit, why would he come in here? It, yeah. Oh my God, man. Uh, this, <laughs> he won't sit. He, he won't sit long, Nate. He won't sit long. He won't sit long because we already know that Tyler's going to no miss way. three games. 
that would be considered a wasted draft to sit more than him getting off the plane. The last time a tackle should sit in the first round is he getting off the plane. That's the last <laughs> Sitting at his press conference. Thank huh? you. That, that's it, bro. After that, thank you, Shannon. After the press conference, he should be standing up start. <laughs> thank you. Don't do that. I don't care that's about the first one. round. I, I don't care about the first round. I really don't. Don't? I don't. I don't. What do you mean? As, as many great offensive linemen come out of the first round. I understand that. But my success has come more with second, third, fourth, fifth round picks. If you got the right offensive line coach and you have Will McClay, tell him what you want. They will find it. We talked to Jesus the other day. What, what, what's my man name? Jesus. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Hall. Chris Hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not Jesus. Not, Jesus. Not, 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 the, not the Savior, I'm but I'm just saying, Lord. that's what I call him, you know, every now and then. I'm like, hey, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Got Jesus working for him? Yeah, we have a do. Good draft. We do got Jesus working for you. We did it with our little show. We, you went to our show we had in 60. Yeah. He I said, talked to Jesus a couple times. That's the Miller Lights involved. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But I'm, I'm, I'm t- Jess, I don't care about a first-round line. If you want a wide receiver, get him. Hmm. But if, he, if he's not starting, whoever you get in the first round, if they're not on that field starting – when we start uh, two-a-days and all that right there, that was a wasted pick. And let through, unless it's injury, and then it's still a wasted pick because we've had a history of that. Yeah. It's a wasted pick. Uh, Dallas Day was Friday, and then 30 visits are this week. And if you watch, if you watch 30 visits over the years, that usually tells you pretty good deal. Now, they didn't bring CD in for 30 visit because they didn't think they had a yeah. shot at him. They just yeah. thought he was going to be completely gone. But other than CD, if you look back, probably, I mean, I, we'd have to go back and look, but they're pretty yeah. – they usually bring in a guy that they get in the first round on 30 visits if you if you pay attention to who they bring in and listen to, you know, all the people. How important how important is that process to the, the scouts and the coaches and stuff to bring those guys in and talk to them for 30 visits? You know what? Uh, it's everything in the world. Is it? Yeah. Why? I mean, why? Why is be, it so important? Because you you can sit down if you really like a guy. You, you sit down and you you try to build a relationship right there mm-hmm. if you can. You know, I, I don't believe in the stupid, ignorant questions just to see. Oh, let me see where his head at, and then ask him something stupid. Uh, but if I like Shannon, hey man, how's your family? Give, give me a little background on your on your past. What what have you been through? What, what 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 you know? What what trials have you had? What great things that make you laugh and what make you smile? I want to get to know this person. I'm hoping he would open up and be truthful with me as best he can because they realize that they're being interviewed too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can get them you on know. the field too. You yeah. work with them. And oh yeah. Them so I, I want to see because that is where that second and third and fourth round, especially that fourth and that fifth round. Uh, Lyman, see that be lurking, man, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I ain't talking about no first round. Y'all can have it. Yeah. I, don't even, I ain't going to even be watching the draft on the first round. You know what I'm saying? Stop Forget lying. It. Yes, you will. Yeah, he will. He'll be glued to the TV. Yes. Stop lying. Okay. You'll be texting in the group chat. I can't believe they took him in the first round. Wow. That's what we'll get. Uh, the wow. Only thing, the only wow. way I will be disappointed in not watching the first day of the draft, the first round, 
if they go out and get that kid from Georgia, that big defense line oh, from Georgia, oh, yeah. I hate that I missed that right there. Yeah. I would, that's the only guy that they will excite me. There ain't no way Would'd that dude's falling, is it? I wouldn't think so. Would you rather have him than uh, Davis from Georgia, or mm-hmm. would you have a, rather have an offensive lineman? Uh-uh, that big dude from Georgia. Because we ain't – how do we every year get knocked out of the playoffs in the first round? Mm. We consistently we get – Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We consistently get ran over in the first game yep. every year. If, if, if we can't see that as Cowboy fans and as Cowboy personnel, okay, y'all, if we lose in the first round, what will be the f- main reason we lose in the first round? Oh, somebody run for 180 yards. Jordan Davis. Mm. That's what's, it, what's his measurables? Big. <laughs> That's a man, boy. 330 That's pounds, funny. and he six six three forty one. He ran a four point seven eight. Jesus, that dude. That's something. a load of beef. That's a <laughs> truckload of beef. I'm gonna tell you something. When a guy like that go to the restroom. And do a number two. Oh my Listen, God. when a guy like that, when a guy like that go to the restroom and do a number two, and he get up off the toilet and the whole foundation say, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's your hanging with the boys scouting report oh on there you Jordan go. <laughs> Look, he on TV. That ain't him, is it? That ain't, that's, oh, that's, that's him. That's him. He on TV, Jess. We got him. We move it up. We moving up, Chris, baby. Chris got the footage. That's a big boy. <laughs> Jesse, how important are 30 visits in your eyes? They're huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Big Davis. He's huge. They, no, they're, they're, they're big. Because <laughs> not, only, not, not, only, not only do you get a chance to look at these guys, you don't, when you're at the combine, you're limited with the time that you get a right, chance to spend right. with these guys, right? You, you only get a chance to spend some amount of time with them. Um, you put them through your workouts. So, you know, a lot of times when you go to these pro days uh, or even the combine, again, your time is limited. When you go to the pro days, especially these top guys, they, they put on the workouts that they want you to see, to, ex- to accent their uh, gifts. When you bring them in your building, you get them a chance to look at your doctors, your trainers, your coaches. We got the best. In your, in your system, right? So you get a chance to, to really evaluate them from head to toe, inside and out, whether it's physicals, whether it's x-rays, whether it's the mentals, the physicals. All of it, and then you put them on the field, and then you get a chance to sit down and meet with each and every one of them. So that time, it, it's it's the combine is more like speed dating. When you get a chance to bring them in for your thirty visit, it's on more like a formal date. sit down, <laughs> candlelit dinner. You're right. You get a chance to like you know tell me what your interests are, who you be with, things that make you smile, what numbers are. Die. That's a that's a biggie lyric, but don't worry about that. But that's that's the kind of thing that you get a chance to do on your thirty visit. So it's important because. This is the moment where you get a chance to really ask your questions, evaluate them with your guys in your facilities, and, and truly try to get a gauge on is this a guy, is this guy truly a good fit for who we are and what we do as a football organization. Yeah. Who is the la- what is the last time, Jesse, or you guys, I probably need to be asking Hellman as one of these guys, when is the last time a draft has been dominated by down linemen? Defensive linemen, linebackers. It's yeah. it's been a long time, the, you know, where like they just the, been consumed with quarterbacks. Yeah, I was gonna say this seems like the first time in a while that the quarterbacks haven't really. Yeah, out I mean, wide receivers say. been last few years has been a bit about wide receivers mm-hmm. and quarterbacks. When when has it been, Jess? It's been a while, huh? Yeah, it's 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 been a while. I mean, but again. The, the, the league is, you know, it's always going to highlight the offensive guys. It's always sexy to have a receiver or a quarterback 
those are the guys who go on the billboards and sell all the jerseys and all that kind of stuff. So, and then you try to kind of piece your, your defensive line and stuff like that together, you know, later on in the draft. I think it was like 2017. Um, was that that, what was 20, 2016 and 2017 um, when you had guys like Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. That was, you know, yeah. In, those, in, those, in those later rounds, you had yeah. guys like Chris Jones, right? right? Chris Jones was a second-round pick. Uh, I mean, there are other players like that that they got in later rounds that have made a tremendous impact. But, you know, very too often you just don't, you know, you don't highlight a lot of the big boys or the defensive guys, one or two here and there. But you got to start, start putting some defensive guys on the field because your quarterbacks are getting more athletic, your running backs are getting faster, your receivers got to lead. I mean, you saw the draft, the combine this year, everybody's running the 4-3. And so if you, if you don't start putting guys out there defensively that can match that, You'll be in. You'll be in this foot race that you'll never be able to win. Jesse, before we let you go and go to our final break, any parting shots you want to take at Kurt? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> Come on you now. know, Kurt's my guy. Kurt's my guy. I love Kurt, and uh, but Kurt, y'all, y'all gotta take this L tonight, baby. Uh, and oh, it's okay. No, no. I'll bring. I'll bring you a Carolina T-shirt to wear next week. <laughs> Okay, I'll bring you a KU one. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> oh, do y'all want to make, make a friendly wager here on the show? Wow, let's do it, man. You doubt? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more than confident in my Tar Heels, okay? Right, I'm sure. More, whatever, whatever. Send whatever off for your KU shirt now. Make, so, you know, whatever, whatever. Loser has to wear the opposing, yeah, sure. uh, Down with that. The opposing guy's shirt that they bring to a shirt. The following shirt, week. On the show. Shirt and hat or just shirt? Because Jess, Jesse's a hat guy. Kurt, you know. I'm not a hat guy. I've never been a hat guy. You always tell us somebody's a hat guy. So, and I'm, 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 I'm bringing my jersey that Kurt has to wear. Yes. <laughs> yes, all day long. Kurt, you, you, will be, you, you will be wearing a Jesse Holly North Carolina oh, basketball wow. jersey all next week. All day long. I would wear that. I would wear that on a Friday all up here. Day. I like that. All day long. Kurt. All right, so Kurt. Is it autographed? I only wear it if it's autographed. Maybe. No, you'll wear it because you, if you lose the bet, you you will wear it, and we I'll will wear make it. you wear it. I'll wear it. I'll wear it on the show for sure. Wear it on the show. All no, right. you're wearing it all day nah. in the office. All day. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to wear a, you're gonna wear a KU T-shirt I will, at I will school. Wear, I will wear a KU shirt all day long, and I'll do random FaceTimes. Okay. I like it. I like it. You heard it. There's the bet. I like it. There we go. Friendly little wager brought to you by uh, DraftKings. So, all right, Jesse, thanks for joining us, man. Go enjoy New Orleans. Hope you don't chew your fingernails off waiting on the the game to start tonight. Send Send us a picture of your seats. Um, and we'll talk about it next Monday whenever. I thought she was about to say send you a picture, but go ahead. Well, like, wait hey, that too if you want to. I know you're in New Orleans, so I'm sure <laughs> there's right. plenty of that going around too. Ooh. So, Jesse, thanks for joining us. We'll take our last break, and we'll come back and talk about some fun stuff on yeah. Hanging with the Boys. See you, Jesse. Good luck tonight. Bye, bro. All right, fellas. See Thank you. you. See you. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? 
pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Welcome back, Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. The proud sponsor of Hanging with the Boys for going on, what, three years now? Three or four years? Our good friends over there at Wingstop putting up with our nonsense. Mm -hmm. We love those guys and girls. Hopefully we... uh, Hopefully we can get some food in here yeah. soon now that we are allowed to have guests back in the building. That would be I need to That'd work be on very that. Very nice. Need to work on that. All right. Before we get to WrestleMania, Jalen Ramsey said the Cowboys told him they would draft him in 2016, but they took Zeke. You want to know a little fun fact there, Kurt? I was on the red carpet for that event. That was the first and only time we've ever sent oh. social media to a draft, and it was because we had the fourth pick, fourth pick yeah. and they sent me and Roxanne. We flew up, I uh, believe we flew up commercial, and we got to go to the draft, and we I interviewed Jalen Ramsey on the red carpet. Did you? Yep. Interviewed Zeke on the red carpet right. in his crop top. Had no idea what I was doing. It was before <laughs> I hosted a sh- any show six years ago. Had no clue what I was doing. We just had a mic. Rox had to video it so i was like all right i guess i'll ask Wasn't the question like some crazy behind the scenes stuff like you had to go here and there and you weren't sure where you're gonna be you know like yeah because they they the stage where they drafted them was in chicago was the first time they ever had it outside of where they normally have it mm-hmm. and the stage was way away from like the green room where everybody stayed so they had to golf cart people over there and it was it was it was kind of really weird but we got to uh we got to talk to Jalen, and the, I remember the rumor was they were going. The, I remember the rumor internally was they were going to get Ramsey if he was there, and then on draft day we started hearing they might be interested in Zeke. Mm-hmm. And then anyway, we wound up we wound up uh, drafting Zeke, and Rox and I got to fly back on on Jerry's jet with Zeke oh, and his uh, high roller, his agent, and pretty pretty cool little experience. Yes, yeah. Cool. So, Kurt's question is Nate, what happened to your phone? Oh, I dropped it. Don't worry. When'd about you it. break it? A while back. Oh. I didn't even really it was broke. But anyway, oh. go ahead on. What, what was Kurt? <laughs> Kurt wants to know: Did they make a mistake by drafting Zeke and not Jalen Ramsey? Nah, nah, nah. 
Jalen had come out and just said that the Cowboys had told him they were going <clears> to <throat> take him. Mm-hmm. And then when that fourth pick came up, they took Zeke. And then um, he went five, right? He went the next pick to Jacksonville. See, Jacksonville. see because as great as, as, great as Jalen is, I, was our defense ready for him? Right. Were, mm-hmm. we, were we ready to build things around him? We, You know, he's been in the league now. Both of these guys, but it's their fifth year. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's and considered the top, yeah, one we, of the top, if not the top cornerback. And we just put things in place so we can help our corners. You need you need pass rushers, you need run stoppers, so these guys can be everything that they can be. We didn't have that, and Jalen would have been mad, upset. We would have been gone. losing, and now we'd have <laughs> been upset at him, and he'd have been gone. And all of a sudden, he'd have been with the Rams again. Just like he was from Jacksonville, and we'd have been sitting there like, "Wow." What do you think, Kurt? We know you hate Zeke. What do you think? I do. I do not hate. <laughs> he Zeke. said, "I do." You wow. heard it. I do. I finally admitted that. Oh wow! I do not hate Zeke. I'm hurt, Kurt. <laughs> I do not hate. Zeke. I mean, you finally got Blake Jarwin out of here, and, and don't do that. Don't work do on that. getting Zeke out of here now. I did not have anything to do with Blake Jarwin. Oh, he got a minute. He had some bad luck. So. Man, oh, he was bit. Yeah, yeah. Man, poor, poor Blake. I think, yeah. but long term, I think you'd have to mm-hmm. say Jalen might have been the better pick, just because. Yeah, long. If you want yeah. long term, he got uh, a Super Bowl. He was a big player in them getting that Super Bowl. <clears throat> Zeke's but, been banged up, you know, especially the last uh, two years. Yeah. But I tell you what, if you would have, uh, I'm with Nate. If you would have gone that, this team would look completely different. Like if you would have invested in him, you would have had to go. I think. More defensive side. They they built this around Zeke with Dak and the receivers. They went and got in the O line and all that. Like this would, I think you would be in a completely different place if you would have done that six years yeah, ago. Yeah, so I don't. I think running backs can be found in later rounds, and you could have used. Oh, we know. I, I agree a hundred. We know, Kurt. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, you know, and I agree a hundred percent. But were you willing? See, Jalen. When he was at Jacksonville, they had a hell of a defense. Mm-hmm. And when that defense couldn't carry that offense anymore, he got out. Yeah. Okay, he would have started here, no no defense at all. Mm-hmm. When well, they were the fifth in points allowed, 14th in yards allowed. But when he got to the playoffs, guess what happened? Well, you know, I mean – Oh, somebody started running the ball. Oh, yeah, there it is again. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't start me. We've been having a good show. Don't start me up, Bill Self. <laughs> Bills. <laughs> that's the name of his cast. Bill Self. <laughs> Who else was in that draft? Joey Bosa? It yeah, was some beasts in that draft. W- Winston and uh, Golf were the two top picks. I remember they were, because I remember Miles Jack's name came up. Joey uh, Bosa's name came up. DeForest Buckner, Jake Cullen, R- Ronnie Stanley. Isn't six, all of them guys Floyd, been close to the Super Bowl uh, in the NFC or AFC Championship game? Just about all those draft picks. Yeah. I'm serious. That, that was a class. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a yeah. class of athletes. Yeah, so, man. just to say who was – because golf done fell off the map from, from a Super Bowl to the map, off the yeah. map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, and the Cowboys had a great draft. I mean, not only was it Zeke, but you had Jalen Smith, who was good for a couple of years. You had Malik Collins, who's you know, he's all right. Dak Prescott. Anthony Brown was a six-round pick that year. I mean, that was Anthony's good. still fighting too, man. Yeah, that was a good draft. Anthony's – I'm telling you, man, when you have a pass rush or you have somebody that act like they can stop the run, that's what we did for all year. We acted like we could stop the run. 
<laughs> Kurt, wow. anything else you want to talk about before I talk about I want to hear about your night, man. This is a... Uh... You know. Go ahead on, man, because you, you know what? WrestleMania must be big. It's huge. It's their Super Bowl. Brother, I'm sitting in church, right? Pastor delivering a great word mm-hmm. about education of God and how it should be in the school system. I mean, he is going off. The, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting there. Oh, yeah. Man, man, Big Newt, you was in a WrestleMania a long time ago. They had a documentary. I'm like, oh, dog, you know where we at? In the middle of the service? <laughs> <laughs> you know who we at? Man, I just want to talk about it, man. But I just want to let you know I saw you, man. They had your name down there. I'm going to WrestleMania tonight. I'm geeked. I said, well, happened? praise God. Go ahead. And, and he went on, man. This dude was hyped about this. He was hyped. I'm like, wow, WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, they, they bring in more, more production gear than they did for the Super Bowl. Really? Wow. What some, somebody on our production team told me nice. their load-in was bigger than what they brought in for the Super yeah, Bowl. I saw all the side where they come out, that stage, and the mm-hmm. lights. I mean, How many man, people all together? They announced, I think, 77. There's two nights, yeah. Saturday night and then Sunday night. So it was over 100. Yeah, they sent out a press release yeah, earlier. They shattered the, the combined, record. Combined, it was... 150, over 150,000, I most, think. Uh, most highest... Number of in attendance and highest revenue, I think, for WWE. Yeah, I think the highlight. Well, they 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 inducted Undertaker into the WWE Hall of Fame, right? And he came out both nights, and then Stone Cold came out of retirement. Right, it's right, been eighteen right. years since he last wrestled, and he stunned Jim McMahon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, or uh, not Jim McMahon. <laughs> That's when we need Rob Phillips. Where are you, Rob? Help us out here. Why uh, I just go blank? Now, Chris Beam, help us out. Well, he's Vince, he's McMahon. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. I'm thinking of the Bears quarterback. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he you put, put, the, Nate. put the Stone Cold stunner on him, and, and Vince missed his cue and fell back into the ropes, and Stone Cold had to kind of chase him down and – he stunned him, and then of course he drank about fifteen beers after the match. People, he didn't drop a, he didn't drop one. They were chunking him from the. Oh, is that his bit? They throw him. They throw him, and he and he opens them both up, and he hits them together, and then he pours them oh. down his throat. <laughs> so he probably drank twelve beers in the ring. Dang. And then, uh, so he came out both nights. That was pretty cool. And then uh, Roman Reigns and um, Brock Lesnar were the were the main event. Brock Lesnar lost. So who are the new guys? Who are the new studs in wrestling? Uh, Austin Theory is like McMahon's protege. Right. He's a new guy. Uh, a guy named Drew McIntyre. That's uh, he's Scottish. Okay. Okay. Did he he talk like Scottish? Yeah, he talked. Yeah, okay, he talks he got, like Paul. Because yeah, he's yeah. Scottish. Yeah, he is Scottish. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he was he well, was a lot Saturday of night. Scottish ain't doing it, bro. Chris Chris was there with his six <laughs> foot tall five year old. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, why did they throw him in the ring? <laughs> how do you how do you like it, Chris? Man, he loved it, man. Did he really? Uh, he stayed the whole time too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, we uh-huh. we left because um, I got a I got a text from mom saying you guys need to get home. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got school tomorrow. It's ten thirty. He needs to get home. So. Oh like, man, he's gonna sleep on the way home. Home, so man he liked so, it though oh man he he didn't know what to think at first and i got we uh we we came in he's like dad this is awesome <laughs> i'm like all right he's gonna love this so that's great so yeah the, awesome. the production value of that thing man with all the pyro and the and the leds yeah and yeah johnny knoxville had a match and we man came that out was, from under the bottom of the ring awesome. that was probably the highlight of the yeah, night that was awesome. party boy showed up remember party boy that he'd rip his pants off and <laughs> jump 
like shake his junk at people. <laughs> no, he I don't remember that. On. Yeah, he, he did that in the ring. So he's some kid to Jesse, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the guy who was fighting, I can't remember his name, was was scared of him. Oh, it was uh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, he pulled off his pants and he was like, I'm out. Yeah, he jumped <laughs> out of the ring. They, uh, Johnny Knoxville brought a, uh, a table that had mouse traps glued to it. And yeah. threw him over the ropes into the mousetrap table. That was pretty cool. How could Johnny Knoxville throw anybody over the ropes? <sighs> that, that was probably the best thing of the night. Really? It was really good. And <laughs> then Pat McAfee wrestled. Um, who did he wrestle, Chris? Uh, Austin. The, the Austin the, Theory, yeah. Austin Theory. And he, and, I tell you what, McAfee, that dude is... Dude, he is athletic. I thought he did some big flip. No, he jumped from flat-footed. Flat, <laughs> yeah, to tell him onto the top, the top rope, flat-footed, jumped up, and then did a backflip off the rope uh-huh. and, and landed on the guy. He was super athletic. Yeah, that was, I was surprised. And then that's when Stone Cold came out. In a Vince McMahon, seventy-eight years old, took his shirt off and had a had a tank top on. And I mean, for seventy-eight, man, he's. He's handling his business. He's in good shape, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, then he got stunned and fell out of the ring, and it was good. Probably the the coolest part of the night is I went with uh, Corey Miller. He's our director of in game presentation. And we were a little bit uh, we were a little bit late, so we went and got on one of the big service elevators where mm-hmm. they you know they bring all the catering stuff and the trash and all that. So we get on, and the lady's shutting the door, and then all of a sudden she hits the button, and stops, and it opens back up, mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin Owens, that wrestled Stone Cold Saturday night, oh, he wow. gets on the elevator. And I don't remember know if you remember Trish Stratus. Man, I had mm. such a crush on her. She was so <laughs> good looking, still is. She got on the elevator oh, with us, nice. and then there was another Chat lady. No, I was kind of like I talked to Kevin Owens. He he uh, looked at Corey. Shirt. Hold on, man. How we go from the lady till we talk to Corey? Oh, Jesus, <laughs> yeah. that's a blow. To I, I, I was like, I was kind of flabbergasted. I couldn't, you know. Wow. And he was standing next Not to my man. And he told Corey, he was like, I like that shirt, man. He's like, I stole one of those from the Access Store the other day, and I, and we were like, really? Because he went through and. He did a bit where he destroyed all of Stone Cold's merchandise at the convention uh, center and went through the whole section was throwing racks over. And I said, did you do it when you were destroying the store? And he was like, no, actually, he said, I saw it when I was destroying the store. And whenever I walked back out, I just grabbed it off the rack and left with it. <laughs> Hold so, on, man. What was the what? lady name that you said? Trish you? Stratus. And she walks on the elevator. Yeah. And you can't talk to her I was, some dude on yeah, the elevator. I was more comfortable talking to him than I was her. I, <laughs> wow, I was bird, like, bird. Uh, I am crushed. I was starstruck, man. man. I was starstruck. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah. She's. Uh, she still wow. got it, man. Yeah. How, how old is she? Does it say over there? Forty-six. Can you believe man. that, right. yep. my boy? I, I blew my it. My boy. I had one shot and I blew it, man. <laughs> On the on the on the trash elevator, and I, I blew it. I blew it. So, but it was it was really cool. It's a, if you've never been to a WrestleMania, if one one comes near you, you should definitely, even if you're not into wrestling, just to check out the production and grown men acting like little kids and yeah. was dress it, up. Was and, it older people there, my friend? Oh yeah, oh, man, because yeah. that that is who. Keep, yeah, this is unlike baseball, where it's all older people. Mm-hmm. This rest, it, it oh. breeds like now. Kids, men, I've women. I've seen so many uh, men with championship belts. I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> everybody was walking around with a championship yeah. belt. It don't, was, it don't take much convincing. Chris Kidd, five years old, six foot. He's already into it. Yeah, mm. and it's oh, you don't even it. have to know anything about yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's so cool, man. We're, we're gonna buy some uh, some of the toys for him. Did, did, Are you? Sure. Did you go to any? I was surprised. There's all these like 
smaller wrestling matches going on around the city. Yeah, so they so had. Uh, did you go to any of those things? No, I didn't. Yeah. They had, uh, I think, a next an NXT show, um, which is kind of like their minor yeah. league. They had that at the AEC on Friday night. But even some like local, like all these. And those. Yeah. Was, and there's another wow. one tonight too, right? Is there? I don't know. Isn't it Monday Night Raw? Or yeah, Raw. Raw's at uh, mm-hmm. AAC. AAC tonight. Yeah, it's crazy. They had open tryouts out here on the plaza, yep. and and uh, Isaiah Stanback. On Friday, uh, they had four rings set up on the plaza, and anybody could just come watch. Isaiah actually went and tried out about six years ago. (laughs) He went to their training facility in Orlando, and he said that they they actually offered him. Really? And for the amount of money that they were paying, and he would have to move to Orlando, he's like, he shook their hand, said thanks, and got on the plane and flew back. (laughs) So, but yeah, he actually went through. He said there was about 50 of them. Wow. he was he's into it. He said, he said I think he went Saturday night. His kids are big time into it. Yeah. And, was and, there, uh, you said somebody famous was here. Was there oh famous yeah. So Logan Paul wrestled Saturday night. Oh. His brother Jake Paul, YouTube YouTuber. Yeah. The the guy that's into boxing now. Right, right, right. He was actually up here, uh, went out there on the field and was running some routes. So they actually had him up, uh, oh. had his video up here on the NFL so he, Network. He wasn't. It wasn't wrestling related with him. No, he, he was at, he was in town to support his brother. Okay. Um, his brother wrestled Saturday night with Mike the Miz, um, and they beat the Mike Mysterios. Broncos notable additions. Randy Gregory, there he is. Man, that hurts me. Wow. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, we're going to get out of here. Yes, sir. Kurt, good luck that tonight, good, man. man. Great Thank show, you. man. Good luck tonight. Nate, thanks for bringing it. I'm glad we got a week before we have to hear from you. Man, again. I can't wait. That's <laughs> yeah. going to be a good That's going to be a good bet. I, I like uh, it. I hope Jesse wins. If you just win, so you're going to talk noise. You if have you to, win, are you going to talk noise? Uh, you know, I'll give him a little, oh. bit. Give him a little to bit. To see Kurt wearing another man's jersey. Wow. That's going to be Especially it's going to be awesome. cut off. It's going to be like a, it's a tank top. Right? Yeah. No, I ain't wearing it. I'll wear a shirt or something under it. I'm no, no, come on. Vince McMahon wore a tank top, Kurt. I mean, you yeah. can do it. You're not a 78. I, come on. I passed Mr. Jones in the hall today. Could you imagine if I passed him wearing nothing but a yes. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse yes. tank top? You know, yeah. that's. I think that's the first He'd time. Gone. That's the first time I have ever seen him on our floor when it wasn't with a group of people. Yeah. Like walking yeah. to or from a press conference. Yeah. He was by himself and walked by my office, and Nick was in there. And Nick, like, he goes, Hey, how are y'all? And Nick, like, Looked at me like I was like I think that's the first time I've ever seen him. Walk first time I think he may be lost. Yeah, where is he? Where is he going? Sometimes you like to walk around, and I hate to say this because if if you don't, we know how good the Joneses are. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you like to walk around and see what you really own. Just <laughs> you like to do it alone. Just look yeah. at it. Hey, just, don't take it the wrong way out there, y'all. Just take a stroll. Yeah, you like you walk around your house sometimes like this mine. He's walking yeah. around this time. <laughs> it's a short walk for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to say <laughs> even shorter for me, so don't worry about it. Me too. Doubt it. William, sorry for your loss this weekend, but glad you got to experience that. Well, well you got a ticket, so you good. You did good, William. You, you got a ticket. A you got an upgrade, man. Yeah. Chris, he thanks for keeping like us. Floor after. Thanks for keeping us. Yeah, he did. Phew. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Will, thanks for keeping the live streams up. We will be back Monday. National championship game tonight. Who's mm. going to win it? Who's going to wear another man's clothes? Two through Next six. Next Monday on the People Two Show. Hanging with the boys. See you next week. Two through six. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!